When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, and that means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. Smackdown After Show, and have we got a show for you. The men's Elimination Chamber opponents are all beating each other up. Logan Paul and KO are also having backstage conversations, and of course, we even have Dakota Kai getting hurt. But before we get into all of that, Allow me to introduce the crew. I'm Jack, being joined by Glenn and Issa. Issa, been a minute since uh, you and I have chatted on a Friday. Yeah, on a Friday, because I just saw you like a day ago. Yeah, we chat all about Dynamite, but never SmackDown, which I know is your bread and butter because you're big fellas on this show. Uh, Glenn, <laughs> you and I also have uh chats but never not as often on rarely it's good Seldom. to see you yeah it's good to see you sir looking sharp yeah you know a couple of djs working here on a friday night clearly not a good booking day for either of us but here we are <laughs> I, need, I need to add some more drops to the soundboard i've got one drop on the soundboard <laughs> you got the important one though the, the air true. horn yeah you just that need is, the reggaeton yeah that is the uh if you don't have the air horn then you're not really a dj that's what i always say um uh, but we got a lot of stuff to to get into. I want to say thank you to everyone who's joining us, uh, whether you're lurking or chatting, like, comment, share, subscribe. We're going to get into a little bit of news here. This should be a, a fun episode because it was a pre-taped show, but we're live, baby. We do this live. We do it the right way. Uh, but let's talk about some news here. Uh, Dave Meltzer is talking about how much Cody Rhodes has known about his road mm. to WrestleMania building up to this. Uh, with everything that's gone over the past month, how clued in was Rhodes? Dave Meltzer wrote about this saying Rhodes was told he would be facing Reigns last fall, but was not told that The Rock would be getting a match with Reigns as part of his deal to be a member on the TKO board of directors. So all the talk about Rhodes finishing the story prior to the Rumble was done with the knowledge that Rhodes versus Reigns was still the plan. It was the day of the Rumble that Rhodes found out about the plan to pit the rock against Reigns at WrestleMania. And despite the fact he was still set to win the Royal Rumble match, 
which is why uh, all of the celebrating he did afterwards, pointing at Reigns, was because he was under the impression that that match would happen later in 2024. There were also plans that potentially maybe Cody Rhodes, they would have an injury angle, which would be why he doesn't wrestle at WrestleMania. Uh, but they decided to have Cody step to the side. There was backlash, and they pivoted from there. Of course, there's a lot more about this and a lot more detail on Wrestling Inc., but I don't think you guys want to sit here and have me reading uh, a whole article to you guys about it. Glenn, this is clearly a story that people have been going back and forth about. Uh, this seems to add some clarity to it. Kind of. Your your thoughts on it and um, your thoughts on people trying to figure out what's real and what's fake in pro wrestling again. I feel like this is beautiful. I mean, look, it, this still doesn't make sense. He was going to win the Rumble, and then they were going to take him out with an injury angle to have him not do the Mania match. I don't know. This seems like bits and pieces from five different sources, and Meltzer's trying to make sense of it. Um, one day we will know the full story. But no, look, it's it's wrestling. Nobody knows what's real and what's fake. You know, it's actually amazing. Um, if not for the stuff with The Rock and Cody, people would still be trying to figure out the CM Punk conspiracy of, is he really injured? Was he supposed to win the Rumble originally? Um, mm -hmm. we're, as wrestling fans, we're all a little obsessive and uh, compulsive and uh, probably overthink things. So I think this this Cody story, though, still does not make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, now, Issa, I know that you are a you were a proponent of the idea of The Rock versus Reigns over Cody versus Reigns. Um, talk to me a bit about this, how this is all unfolded from your perspective. But also, again, I just want to reiterate, I feel like wrestling's best when we can't figure out what's part of the show and what's not part of the show. and this is clearly like one of the best examples of that we've had in a very long time. Yeah. I mean, my favorite thing that you said is like how clued in was Cody Rose. How clued in was Dave Meltzer? His reporting has not been the most accurate thing recently. So I just don't pay attention to anything that he says anymore. I do feel like something was planned here and then plans were changed and then plans were changed yet again. But I think that has made it even more interesting. And I'm enjoying the ride that they're taking us on. And I love all these speculation and all these ideas and, and the theories. I think people are having fun and it's obviously bringing in a lot more interest. Uh, yeah. So people are, people are into it no matter what happens. What it did feel like something was planned and then something didn't go as planned or, you know, something got added to the plan. But I don't think it feels like we're missing a step in the in the right direction, which is Roman Reigns retaining at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think this is going to be an incredible WWE documentary down the road, uh, whether it be their day of or rivals or whatever it is. They've got so many of them now. They're all great. I have a feeling this is going to be very eye opening down the road. I've got nothing. I'm not a, I feel like people are very divided about Dave Meltzer and people get very worked up one way or the other. I'm, I'm neutral on the guy, but I like, I feel this way with all news reporting in wrestling, even wrestling Inc. I'm a big believer of, I believe it when I see it. I don't assume anything until I see it yeah. on screen. Um, could this be the case? Sure. Could it not be the case? Maybe. It's interesting though. And, and like I said, the fact that we're all, trying to figure it out and it, it's it's so much more interesting than this someone wins the royal rumble they're challenging and now we're filling time until wrestlemania oh, yeah. 
now we're like, cause now we're like, what, what's going to happen? What is next? I don't know. This is what will go on with the rock. I mean, I'm sure at some point we're getting rock versus reigns, but is it mania is it before mania? Is it SummerSlam? What's happening? It's, it's just a fascinating time. And in, in pro wrestling, Glenn. Yeah. I think uh, the problem is we are in a very spoiler insider era, right? How much do people already make up their mind before a movie is released? You know, mm-hmm. uh, before a Marvel film, before uh, Sony's like Madam Web came out, before anything comes out, everybody knows the story. The big surprise is the spoiler. Oh, early buzz based on test screenings is this. Um, I think it would be nice if we could just wave a magic wand and all sort of going back, go back to, to waiting to be surprised. No, WWE doesn't want any something to not be spoiled. It doesn't get spoiled. <laughs> they have proven it for the yeah. last couple of, you know, for the last couple of big things that they have done. They have proven this. Eh? Nobody was calling The Rock was coming back for like a for like a run. Nobody was calling CM Punk was going to show up at Survivor Series. There's a lot of mm-hmm. things that WWE has been able to to keep under wraps. I personally feel that when they want something to not be spoiled, they're going to make sure it doesn't get spoiled. I half of the time I think they feed wrong information to certain so, people on purpose. I so do. is Grayson Waller then going to Nancy Kerrigan, uh, Cody? tomorrow i do think it's gonna i do think it's gonna lead into a match between waller and cody yes so yeah good fella saying that's why i feel at chamber they're gonna swerve us some too predictable maybe la night wins chamber keeps drew angry and dropping twitter gems well that's a a spicy pick we were talking about this jack i know off the air you mentioned this but here's the weird thing with chamber being in australia starting at 2 a.m pacific time midnight in hawaii 5 a.m. on the East Coast. Maybe the first Saudi show, the Greatest Royal Rumble, and before that, Beast in the East. I can't think of other international shows where, in fact, even with Greatest Royal Rumble, they were like, yeah, yeah, it starts at like 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. I can't remember them going as hard to make an international show must-see viewing for WWE fans, especially live. Which does Bro, have me literally, literally money in the bank a couple of months ago. <laughs> that wasn't freaking the O2 in London. <laughs> I mean, what what is, was the start time for that though? I don't remember, but it wasn't the normal. <laughs> I, can, this, I think it started at like three for me. This is where WWE is in a great spot, though. I think is because they have their TV rights, they have their streaming rights. They're yeah. getting paid. This could this, they could put their main event could just be two people who've never been on TV before, and they're going to get paid the same amount of money. They don't care about buys. They're in a great position. So now they're in a position where, honestly, it's less about how many people tune in live. Sure, it's sure. less about how many people watch it right away or even watch it all. It's about getting people to buy tickets to the show. And yeah. so all you got to do is put on these, the, you know, put on these matches or, or have a card or something that's going to show that it's going to be something you want to be at. And they've got a success on their hands. So, if Cody doesn't wrestle, it doesn't matter. He's going to be there. People who haven't been able to watch Post-age. pro wrestling are going to be happy. You're going to have Elimination Chamber. You're going to have Rhea Bloody Ripley there. People are going to buy a ticket. It's going to be crazy there. Uh, wrestling Inc. contributor Flobo Boyce is there. He's on the ground. Me, on the ground. He sent me texts. He's like, it's nuts. People are yeah. crazy about it over there. So, it, it to be frank, and and uh, you know we we are jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, on Twitter I was asked by at S-J-K-O-C-H-1984. Uh, are American WWE fans loyal enough to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow? 2 a.m. for me here. Yeah. I think some will. 
I think some will watch it later. And I, but I think, I think it's, it's gonna be eventful though. I have done watch alongs for a lot of international shows, and for, at least for me on YouTube, the viewership is the same, if not higher, as mm -hmm. a regular pay per view. So I do think I, I personally, I'm, I think the international shows have felt special. I think they have made it a point to do something on these shows that get people talking. Um, and I, I, yeah, I'm excited for Elimination Chamber. I don't see a reason why not watching it and like i said i've never seen it affect the viewership as far as like from what i experienced with the shows that i've done at really odd times um yeah yeah it's, well money in the bank was on at four o'clock your time three three eastern noon pacific it wasn't that outside of the ordinary it's on the same time i know it's I know, an international show and it doesn't start at your typical 7 p.m eastern it's five in the morning though is, is a little different Two in the morning is different too, but I also think that as we become a more six a.m. for me, we're all on a different time zone here. So as we become but, a more global time zone, yeah. a time or a more global streaming service, mm -hmm. you look at like the Olympics and you look at these kind of things, mm -hmm. the the World Cup. People like with sports, people evolve to it, and you just get used to it, and it becomes. I think people it almost becomes kind of a fun thing like i remember a the world cup going and getting drunk at some obscure time watching yep. soccer and be like this is great yeah. whatever um but you, you know, weren't drinking out of your shoe though so i mean does it really well, count I, no because i i could i only do that for real football no <laughs> uh but we do have some other news here and in speaking of keeping things secret um this one goes to aew uh, it's about Adam Page, who a lot of people were worried about regarding an injury. Some people thought he may have broken his ankle uh, because of the way he left his match on Dynamite holding it. Uh, but it turns out that it is not an injury. It's fine. Meltzer says that um, the reason AEW was having him do that is because they might try to write him out of the match at Revolution. Apparently, he has some personal issues he may need to deal with and Why? therefore might not be able to make it. Um, so the idea is that they want to get him off TV or have a reason for him not to be in the matchup. Um, that's very disappointing. I think for wrestling fans, of course, uh, Issa, I hope that the personal issue is something positive. Like he graduated from, uh, college and needs to be there to accept his diploma or a family member is, uh, getting Wasn't married really or something. Teacher, but... Jack? Maybe maybe they'll mail you your diploma if you don't walk in the ceremony. Yeah, but I don't want him to miss it. I mean, that'd be big. I mean, I'm just saying I hope it's not something bad. I hope nothing in bad February? happens to him. In February? You think he's graduating? Maybe he's upping his security system after Swerve broke in the house and had that conversation with his baby. I mean, not a bad idea to be there at home knowing what Swerve has done in the past. But uh, again, I just hope nothing bad has happened with, with Swerve or with uh, Adam Page. Well, I hope nothing bad happens to Swerve too. But um, this is, you said this is again one of those moments where I don't want to know the truth. I they should. I, I'm bummed that this information got out. Yeah, but it's AEW. You're gonna know it whether you like it or not, because that's just how it goes around there. You know what I mean? But I will be disappointed if what you're telling me is true. We were just having this conversation on the Wednesday night show. I think the main event, the main title event picture, is fun. I, there's a lot of things that AEW is missing on, but this Swerve, Hangman, and Samoa Joe thing has not been one of them. I think they've been delivering. So I wouldn't want to see one of the main players be taken out of the equation so i hope like you said that everything is okay yeah i would be very disappointed especially this close to the finish line of this uh i'd be very bummed out if he wasn't there of course you know real life 
comes first, family comes first, whatever the situation is comes first. I don't want to be that guy that's like, my entertainment's more important than your life. But I can only speak from being a fan. As a fan, I'm bummed out if I can't have him in that matchup. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But I think it is going back to information getting leaked out. It is a bummer that that information is getting leaked out because I think, uh, Glenn, in a perfect world, we should never know if an injury is real or fake. That should be, that's, that's such a big part of the show. That's one of the few things that they can still keep secret from us. Yeah. And um, imagine, but could you imagine the conspiracy theories if they'd done that Cody injury angle after you won the rumble to keep him off mania? What if it was Ridge Holland? They had facing. <gasps> <before they had? laughs> no, you did it. That's his whole character right now. That's what he's doing. That's his whole thing is that Ridge would need security 24 hours a day. That, that, that's his whole gimmick is that he's, he's hurting people. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it'd get him over, but, um, <laughs> so dark. I did. It's well, at least, uh, of course, put that evil on us, Jack Farmer. Alicia saying, don't put that out there. Uh, I'm eating nerds, by the that's way. That's what his I whole character is. That's not, I'm not making that up. That's what they, he, he literally just had to sit down, like talk I about. Know. Like, Man, this is tough. I, I injuries I mean, follow me everywhere. Like that's that's his character. I, I think that's your pitch to write for WWE, Jack. I think you know, uh, <laughs> tweet that at Hunter and be like, "Hey, here's my idea. There's still time for Ridge Holland to injure Cody." Shoot, shoot, injure Cody or uh, work injure Cody before uh, Mania. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> we uh, speaking of guys from uh, from NXT, I got an interesting question on Twitter uh, before we get into the show here. It's from at Kid Brock four four one who asks, um, "These shows should be an NXT showcase show and talents." Uh, not on tomorrow's card. So Issa basically, and, and Kid Brock sends this to me pretty much every time WWE does a show outside of the country, that uh, the pre-taped SmackDowns are a bummer and that they should have NXT talents who aren't traveling do a live show and allow people who don't typically see them to be on a bigger stage. Now, on paper, I can see that making sense, but also I can imagine a bunch of people tuning into SmackDown going, what is this? Correct. That's not how it works. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not what the network and TVs pay for. So unfortunately, yeah, it's a, it's a great idea on paper, but no, that is not what people of Fox are paying. They're not paying for NXT. They're paying for SmackDown, and it's their job to put up a SmackDown. And pre-taping it is the way is the way to go. Then pre-tape it. I mean, this is a long trip. There's no other solution here. But that being said, if they did a hybrid like a Worlds Collide thing, and we had I don't know. A main roster talent versus uh NXT talent, that would be cool. You could even pre-tape that. I still think that would get more views. I mean, I don't I I love NXT and, and we've we've talked about it um a lot. And it's I think it's one of the best written week weekly shows, week in and week out. But I think that a lot of people wouldn't see a lot of these stars from NXT mm. the same the same way a fan who watches them. I think they would see them as random person they've never seen before who cares i'm not Maybe. into it although people let need me, to understand yeah. that wrestling fans are not all on the internet there are people what? that probably have absolutely no clue this was pre-taped we know because we're the hardcore right we know everything but i guarantee there's people out there 
had no idea that this was pre-taped. People like, were tweeting. Not- people were tweeting. Oh, is Bobby going to be out of the elimination chamber match tomorrow based on the beatdown he suffered tonight? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that being said, hold on one second though. Just about NXT talent getting over. I know it was a small crowd. I know it was the hardcore fans in Perth yesterday, but oh my God, when that crowd was chanting Tiffy time, when Tiffany Stratton came out, she looked like one of the biggest stars in WWE. And I have mm-hmm. to give just massive credit to that Australian fan base for putting her over so much um, because yeah, uh, it's, it's just incredible. People, people have to realize that uh, people from other fan bases are more in tune with certain things. Like yeah. it happened here with EO Sky. And I still think that the way Puerto Rico reacted to EO Sky really bumped up a whole different movement and booking for her. Like after that, everything changed for EO. So it's like, I love seeing what people react to the logan paul booze yesterday which is that happens everywhere but i thought it was a nice touch like even when Rhea drank the prime during the press conference they still boo that to the point that she had to say yeah it tastes horrible because she really was like oh, oh i should not take a that was amazing this here. but um but yeah i that is my favorite thing about the international shows is seeing who reacts to what because you just have no idea how people are going to react to to certain people. Like Bronson Reed was huge in Puerto Rico. He gets no reactions half of the shows that I watch. Well, I think what's so important too about this is I think that I would say you've got to reward fans. I think giving them an opportunity to get to have great things is important. I think that goes across the board in every way you can think of it. And and I, again, talking to chatting with Flobo, I was, I was texting him about uh, yeah. his trip just earlier, and he was saying how it's crazy because Grayson Waller, obviously not the most likable character in pro wrestling, but he was there and he was watching Grayson Waller come up. And all these kids in the back were like, Mom, can you put me on your shoulder? I want to see Grayson Waller. I want to see Grayson Waller. And it's like people like these fans in Australia, like, I feel like I never get to see live shows here on the West Coast, but. I mean, Australia, it's literally decades since they get these kind of shows. And so they deserve to have fa- these kind of events here. They deserve to have these opportunities. And so that's why I think it's so important that WWE goes to these places, like goes to Australia, goes to Puerto Rico, goes to Europe, goes to like wherever the next one's going to be, Japan or whatever. I think it's important because these fans, they should be rewarded for being fans. And I think that that's the best way to do it. The shows feel special. The crowd feels hotter and... Now going to a show in the States, there might be a reason why they're selling out the PLEs on the States. It's because not all of them are happening in the States. You don't have a chance to go to a WWE show the way that you did back in the day. I was just speaking about how they haven't done anything in New York in forever. And I remember when I first got back into it, I was at Mm -hmm. a show like every freaking other month. But now, because they're going to all these locations, it's very limited. So if they're in your town, you better go. They're not repeating markets. They're going to new places. It feels special. I really like the way that these shows feel. And for me, and maybe I'm just romanticizing it because Backlash was perfect for us. I mean, I like mm-hmm. have it right here with the cheap fake poster. A kid sold me outside the arena. Anyways, but that was like something that I, the way that I felt that night, I want every fan that loves wrestling the way that I do to feel it. And for some people, it does take them coming to your home country and seeing people that are representing that. Because representation is very important. Mm-hmm. there's no feeling like it you have to be there at the moment i attended countless amounts of wrestling and backlash will forever be my answer for your favorite thing you ever attended but it's because of how it made me feel i feel everybody should experience that that's just me people say i'm negative all the time there you go look at me being nice right now 
Yeah, and, and I agree. And I think that that representation expands across the board. I know people uh, sometimes will complain about like Jinder Mahal's championship run because it happened before they were going to go to India. And I was like, good. I think a lot, there's a lot of fans in India that should get to have a champion that looks like them from their country when he comes. That's great. I was, I'm happy. For, I think that's, I'm happy for that entire fan base. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for everything all around. And I think you make such a great point. You said we talk about ticket sales so often. And sometimes when they're struggling ticket sales, I always say, look at the, look at how often they're going to the same place yeah. over and over and it's over again. AEW problem and yeah and i'm not trying to throw them under the bus but i'm also like there's like five stadiums you go to five times a year and you do three shows a week when you're in that area uh and then i compare it to like wwe and the royal rumble i always use that because i remember smackdown was the day before the royal rumble and those two shows were four hours apart <laughs> so like yeah. they cover ground so that you like if you have a chance to see them you have to go because you don't and having know. the ple's in the same location fans will there is an exhaustion of going to the same place to do the same thing. Like the one thing that as, as since I started doing it as media that I appreciate is I'm like, Hey, I covered the big four. I can't remember the last time I repeated a city. It's also like mm -hmm. a mini vacation because I'm going somewhere different. I'm going, they're putting me somewhere different. It's fun to hear when they're going to announce, where are we going? Like what's going to happen? That's not the case here. You know, we're all out. It's going to be, you know, we're dull or nothing is going to be. And, uh, and at times it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to take that trip again. I kind of already did it. It doesn't feel different and it should feel different every single time. Yeah. I, and also I love that the point of like a, a double or nothing. I get why it's in Vegas. I don't mean to make, this isn't meant to be like an anti AEW thing or a pro WWE thing, but cause it goes with everything. Uh, I look at like SummerSlam for instance, or mania, how the city that it picks kind of dictates the theme and the vibe of it. Mm. And I think that's such a powerful thing. Um, you know, like the Nashville SummerSlam and it had that Nashville vibe to it. Or of course, like the Dallas one, and it was really big or the, the Hollywood for WrestleMania. I think that it's, that's such a cool factor to put in. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's, it's multiplied exponentially when you do a different country, it feels like a whole other, like, like the Puerto Rico is the best. I'm not just saying that because you're here. East. I think Puerto Rico, I think that bad bunny entrance is literally an all time entrance uh, for a pro wrestler. And that's, that's just, you know, I, I know I always like to tease that Logan Paul is the greatest celebrity professional wrestler, but, but he's not that, a celebrity professional wrestler anymore. Now I see no. him as one off. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the difference yeah. thing. He's not doing sporadic appearances anymore. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the, I feel like the vibe is so important when they change to different places. And so mm -hmm. um, let's get into the show. Let's talk about SmackDown. But before we do, as always, I like to say thank you to everyone who's joining us. Like, comment, share, subscribe. I want to give a shout out to all the lurkers in the chat, like Sammy Diaz hanging out. The, the people who who maybe don't talk, but uh, they're, they're here. They're joining us. I also want to give a shout out. To all the people who are in the chat, like Max Feldman, Danny Cochran, Tony, Blue Chew, Sergio, Daniel Barry, Drew Jr., Pepita, Jumpin' Jeff Farmer, my brother, uh, <laughs> uh, Troy, Jason Five, Alicia A., Eric Douglas, Joycey, Tommy O., Ricky Zaldivar, uh, Killer of Demons, and uh, Cameraman Live, Spencer Webb, Joe C. Lurkin. King Kia, Angie, Keith George, and stalking you with the iconic little doggy emoji. Um, stalking you, fun, just a little side side thing here. I, uh, I I I fostered two dogs for the past few weeks, and for people who don't know what fostering is, it's where like 
They're basically waiting to get rescued. Instead of sitting in the pound, you let them stay at your place for a couple weeks. The cutest little puppies got to keep them for two weeks. They both got adopted. They both found their forever people? homes. I yeah, I just want to know. I will have a hundred dogs if I started fostering. I it, volunteer it, as shelters and all that, but I don't think that I could foster because I will keep all of them. <laughs> it, it, I'll be honest. Today they, they took the last one. It was the second one. It, it was kind of hard, but you have to like you just kind of mentally get into a like I'm key, like I'm saving this dog for someone else, you know. Right. And then of course the great, greatest thing about fostering is if I want another puppy, I just go give me a free puppy for two weeks. It's like a free <laughs> rental. I like. <laughs> and there are always puppies. You never have to worry about you know anything else. Yeah, the place I go, Wags and Walks here in LA. You literally they let you pick whichever one you want. So if you're like, I just want an old quiet dog, you just get the old quiet dog that's there. If you want the uh the puppy, then uh you get it's, the it's like you're it's like you're leasing a car. You're leasing you're leasing yeah. dogs. But it's free. It's oh, great. They they gave me the food, they gave me beds for them to sleep on, they gave me crate, they gave me everything. I just took it. Play with dogs for two weeks and sit here. Take no, I get back. you. So I want to do the opposite. If I can emotionally reconcile, you want to give away? Dogs? No, no, no. I want to do the opposite, and I want to adopt senior cats because there's such a hard time adopting senior cats. But like, yeah. it's kind of the opposite. It was like I want to give them like the best final year or two of their lives, you know. But I know emotionally it's going to be very rough. But I think that there's a real need for that. So I'm trying to see if I can prepare myself to do that. This is like the best conversation ever. Yeah. That that was the uh, that was actually the thing that helped me get through mo moving on from these two puppies. Yeah. Is I have an older cat. My older cat not a fan of the puppies. Yeah, not a fan. Not I got at five all. Cats. They're not. Most of them are fans of each other. No, my my cat's not really a fan of much. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sounds uh, like my dog. Another reason why I probably couldn't foster. <laughs> Roman would just kill whatever I have walking through that door. Um, yeah. Everyone, it was a pre-tape show tonight. This is more interesting. No, um, yeah. <laughs> we got we got stuff to talk about. Jack Jack takes notes. Now I want to let people behind the scenes of the Wrestling Inc. podcast here a little bit. The first time I did this podcast back in 2016, I remember texting uh, at the time Raj Giri, and I'm like, "So do we have a spreadsheet where we take notes of what happens?" And he's like, "Dude, there's a recap on the site. Just use the recap on the site to follow along with and give your opinion." And I was like, "Oh, Jack Farmer takes notes, people." I take notes, very detailed notes. Actually, fun. Sometimes I write things in the notes and I forget to change it, and then I read it on air. And I'm like, oh wait, I shouldn't. Have it <laughs> it's just like, oh no, yeah. Oops. Because yeah. sometimes you know when you're writing notes, sometimes you're just like quickly like, oh, I'm gonna write something so I kind of remember what this was about and then move on. But uh, um, let's start. Let's start at the top. Let's start at the top of okay. today's show. We live more. Live Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton with Bianca Belair at ringside. Uh, I didn't take very great notes this time uh, eventually Liv morgan, Liv morgan gets the win uh or Liv morgan runs into bianca belair causing her to get rolled up by tiffany stratton who gets the win uh we talked a bit about tiffany stratton earlier on uh glenn i want your opinion on the fact she's got new music some of the barbiness has been stripped away from her compared to her nxt run uh it's been toned down a little bit I want your thoughts on the change from NX Tiffany to SmackDown Tiffany. Yeah, um, it's interesting because I think her new theme song sounds like licensed music you'd use for a PowerPoint presentation. Um, mm -hmm. Like it's not memorable. But her original theme song, the Daddy's Little Girl song, that was very good. But I understand they moved away from that concept. Although it was interesting that Corey Graves made a reference about Daddy's credit card. Like, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think that they're still figuring out her character. I think she's great in the ring. I think this was a good match for her tonight. Um, I think, again, that Australia thing, little things help in getting over. You see a group of people chanting for someone. You want to chant for them. People are naturally followers. Doesn't always go well. Get a history book. But, uh, no, I think that they're doing their best to build her, and I think she's going to not win tomorrow, but I think she will have an impressive showing. I was kind of surprised she won tonight, this match. I'm kind of surprised you say what I say is dark, and you're telling people to get a history book. That's the <laughs> yeah, dark. That's, that's dark. dark. Um, so, uh, Issa, um, I want your thoughts on this. Uh, Sammy Diaz saying that slap she gave Bianca, though. Uh, Alicia saying, yeah, I don't like her entrance music on the main roster. And Blue Chew says, good finish to protect Liv and still manage to push Stratton. Liv can get her revenge later. Um, in a matchup like this, before a show like this, would you prefer someone like Tiffany Stratton or Liv Morgan just face people they could kind of squash and look good going in? Or do you want one of these sort of roll-up finishes, kind of messy situations? I thought tonight was a smart finish with Bianca there. We're all thinking Elimination Chamber. I honestly was here for the chemistry between Liv and Tiffany. I think that I thought they put on a banger of a match. Was it super clean? No, I like my matches to be sloppy here or there sometimes. But I actually thought this was great. I'm not surprised that Tiffany won because of... Um, I don't. I, I share with Glenn um, prior weeks that I didn't. I wasn't very happy at the reaction that she had gotten on SmackDown so far, and I didn't know that they were doing such a good job at introducing her. I mm -hmm. think Elimination Chamber, if people tuning, is really going to help her, especially the way that the people in Australia react to her. And I do think she's going to have some crazy spots in the chamber, but I don't know that they've done a good job at really introducing who she is on the main roster. So I was excited to see her have a good showing here. And I don't know that Liv Morgan uh, loses any momentum from no. this roll-up match with the Bianca distraction. So overall, I did think this was very good booking. Everybody's just here thinking about the chamber. By the way, as soon as I talked about fostering, my dog just came to my chair and started begging. So I hey. told you that even his, I don't even think about it. Roman's like, <laughs> I'm a handful. Let me, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't deal with more than me. Uh, <laughs> One of so, one of our but, cats, uh, we got three cats originally, and mm -hmm. two cats additional. One of our cats of the original three, whenever he yells at me or me meows angrily, five years later he's still meowing about getting those additional two cat cats. He's very upset about it. What would it cost, Glenn, for you to sing a few lines from the songs you sing to your cats when you, the camera's not on? No, you don't have enough money, farmer. <laughs> Uh, man, I think about that a lot. And like, I'm afraid someone's going to overhear me a lot of the time, but when I'm alone, oh my God, there's so many songs. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, one day for charity, maybe a double album. Oh, I'll cut. This is a little weird, but I thought like if I was ever stuck on a desert Island with just me and my cat, I would only talk to my cat. And therefore my voice would be the voice I used to talk to my cat. It would no longer be my normal voice. It would just be the high pitched cat talking voice essentially. Cause I would never use a regular voice. I don't, you don't have different voices. I have different voices for Roman, but we have full conversation. So it depends. Yeah, on no, what. I, no, I, I absolutely yeah. talk to my cat in a different voice. I know. I yeah. No, but like voice. I have different voices too. Yeah. <laughs> I had to chastise uh, my uh, one of my cats, the one that yells at me. I had to chastise him, and with that, it's like yeah, it's like I'm talking to a child. You know, it's 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 awful. It's bad. Um, but 
one thing I want to call out about this opening match before I move on. I thought it was weird how Bianca was out there kind of on commentary, like just sitting yeah. there. And it sounded like they did the commentary, not live. It sounded like they did the commentary later and then Bianca was just there rather than your usual thing. It was a very weird way yeah. to have her at ringside, but not involved. Yeah, it was. I, I felt the same way, like because they also kept alluding to her and like talking yeah. to her, but she wasn't talking back. She was kind of like point to them and like she was interacting with them too. So it wasn't like because sometimes they'll be out there, but they're kind of away from commentary and just like looking menacingly at at the match. But like she was actually kind of physically interacting with them, but she just wasn't hooked up. It was yeah, I agree. It was kind of weird. You know what they should have done? They should have. Um... Since they recorded the commentary later, they should have tried to work in references to things that happened like today to make it seem like this was happening live or things that happened this week, you know? Well, they did talk about it like it was, oh, I see, add in some new. Yeah, they should have been like, wow, this is really shocking. Uh, but, you know, not as big of a surprise as the four Beatles biopics that we're getting, courtesy of Sam Mendes in 2027, you know, just little things to make you feel like it was live totally it's like booker t's voice though like because they use a different person to come in it's like it's like Corey graves is like and next we're gonna have bianca Belair join us because and it's like a totally different voice that's in the uh i'm not gonna try to do a booker t impression i'm really bad at impressions but um we have a uh we had a segment here that I thought was hilarious and I can't wait to get your guys' thoughts on this, but Ashanti, the Adonis and Cedric Alexander are getting dressed for success. They're just trying on different outfits. Uh, Issa, what, what, do, what do you make of this? I, I, I like these guys. I think, I think this got some legs to be a very fun duo. I liked it. I liked their interaction. Um, I, I I did think for a second, hey, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits did this way better. <laughs> but yeah. they really made it fun and they took it in a different direction than Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits did. Um, I'm just happy to see them on TV. Um, people that are not being used, seeing, seeing them trying to start something new and see where it goes a lot better than not seeing them at all. Uh, I feel more invested in this than I did in something later on that they have been trying to push for weeks. So there's that. Well, Pilot Driver Finisher has a question for you, Issa. Uh, says, Issa, did you think the guy before had more style than the second guy? I guess, which one do you think between Adonis will style? probably be the guy before over Cedric, right? Because Cedric was the one that came in second. Yeah. Uh, well, yo, when, when Cedric said, I look like Willie I. <laughs> I actually did. Yeah, I actually did um, laugh out loud. I thought they both had pretty good sense of style. I actually didn't mind Cedric's outfit when he first came out. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. I feel like style. You make your own style. I but think fashion rules are out the door. You make your own yeah. style in your own fashion. But with this uh, rebrand and their tag team, can he rebrand his character name to Cedric the Alexander? So then he's like, Will the I ain't Cedric the Alexander Ashanti the Adonis? You know, what's Ooh, funny, that's imperfect with the Ashanti. Oh, there you go. So, Glenn, this is a, it's it's funny to me because I'm watching this and maybe I've watched a little too much NXT, but this feels very new debut for an NXT tag, very team. NXT. That, that's what I was gonna say. This felt a lot like an well, it makes sense because they're doing they're bringing they're, they called up the NXT vignette style. Mm -hmm. to smackdown and raw 
So I think it's I think it's great. I think it makes for much better television. And in fact, the craziest thing is, um, you know, with Kevin Dunn gone now, it's been like two months. I mean, this tonight felt like an entirely different TV show than what we were seeing at the end of last year in WWE. Yeah. I felt that it's way great. about Raw, too. They're doing a lot mm-hmm. of really cool things on Raw as well. And I'm like, wow, you can feel like there's a new direction here. Mm-hmm. I think it's just when you get fresh blood in there and fresh set of eyes, like to go, hey, let's try this new thing instead of like, oh, this is how we've always done it. And I think it's you're going to get some hits and misses. But Glenn, I want to follow up one last time with the Ashanti and Cedric here because it felt very NXT. Do you think it would have been better to have them do a few months in NXT to work this out before going to SmackDown? Or do you think, hey, this is where they're going with this kind of debut, just move it to the main roster? I think they'd get lost in NXT right now. But I'm going to say this. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do this after Mania. We have to split those tag team titles up. Mm -hmm. This is There's so little opportunity for tag teams right now that it just makes the whole thing seem kind of pointless. Interesting. Interesting. Like, why would you start a tag team, Jack? Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. I was going to save this for later. Um, Actually, no, I I am going to save it for later. Oh, put a pin in that. that, That's that's a tease, is the call in broadcast. Put 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 a pin in that. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I do have a question I want to throw to you guys from Goodfella. Uh, said, not really a question, but a statement says, I don't know about Corey as lead. Give it some time for me. Um, Glenn, I feel like I feel like Corey's doing okay. I mean, he's switching after a very long time of doing color and filling the role of Michael Cole, who has really become one of the best all time. So it's big shoes to fill. I think he's doing solid considering his first few weeks. Yeah. What do you think about him, though? 
No, I like him. I mean, look, we're all very familiar with his voice. Um, this felt very NXT. Again, another thing that felt NXT, but it, I think it kind of worked. Cole, though, is so polished, but almost to the point where sometimes he sounds like self-parody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you hear his voice, and I mean, I hate to say this. It's like, it's so comforting and um, recognize that you almost tune it out. That's the danger after a while, yeah. you know? Yeah. What about you, Issa? Do you like Graves as a play-by-play, or do you think he should stick to color? I've always liked uh, Corey Graves. I don't, I don't mind him in this role. I did notice that maybe until we get used to it, they do a lot more of the guest commentator from a wrestler <laughs> or whatever on SmackDown that they do on Raw. So I yeah. do think that maybe they're doing that until we get fully used to it. But I just, I don't mind him. I never have. I think he's cool. And I want everybody to sound different and add their own flair to their commentary. I don't want everybody to sound like Michael Cole. And nobody's going to sound like Michael Cole. Like people, I'm, I'm glad people are finally um, coming around to Michael Cole giving his flower. He's one of the greatest of all time. And it is hard to, not, to go from that to Corey Graves. But I think Corey Graves will get there. It's just a matter of getting used to it. Yeah, my only downside with Graves personally is he's so good. I thought he was really good at color. And so it's one of those like, man, we lost someone who's really great at color. But I think he'll be great at play-by-play once he gets gets moving. I think it just – because I hear his voice, I'm expecting him to say color commentary things. And so it's more me getting used to it, I think, than anything else. But I think he's, I think he's doing fine. Um, we have a little bit of a tease. Uh, speaking of teases uh, – Isa, I'm going to throw this one to you. Uh, Roman Reigns wants to talk to Grayson Waller. He gets the guy in his in his locker room, and then he says, hey, this is for your ears only. We don't get to hear what it is. Ooh. You know Roman better than anybody. I think even better than Paul First Heyman. What did Roman say to Grayson Waller? Give us the inside scoop. First of all, you didn't describe that segment properly. You should start with our tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, was backstage looking as handsome as ever. Fresh haircut, the beard was streamed, hair pulled back, calm demeanor, right? The first thing they discussed was the play that happened on Monday Night Raw. And I love discussing Mm -hmm. that. And I actually love how he played Jimmy here because he's like, who sent you to Raw? And you can see Jimmy freaking out like, wait, did I do something I wasn't supposed to? I, I absolutely love the back and forth between them before we got to the Grayson Waller thing. But obviously, yeah, he tried to tell Jimmy, I made the call. Paul told you to go to Raw because I told him to go to Raw. Um, and then obviously we get to the Grayson Waller thing. I love this because I, 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 I you have, they have really tried to make this Grayson Waller effect feel like it's going to be a big deal. And uh, Grayson Waller, he's slimy, right? So with the right offer or the right or the most interesting thing, he's going to go for it. Roman Reigns is going to tell Grayson Waller to try to take out Cody Rose. And that's what Mm. Grayson Waller will try to do tomorrow. Exclusive. Well, Glenn, Issa makes some good points. Uh, During this segment uh, backstage, Roman Reigns was sitting handsome as ever. Uh, New haircut, fresh beard, hair pulled back. Um, did, uh, um, I, what I love about this that is was not much only better, it, Jack. And out oh, of it. Thank, thank, you, thank you. Radiating, uh, machismo. Radiating BDE. That's that's what I say. Radiating BDE, Glenn. <laughs> um, did, did uh, Big Dwayne energy? <laughs> did, no. Did I? I want to know your thoughts on this, but also I guess I love the fact that. Everyone in Roman's camp still looks like just as 
awesome as ever, but now without changing Grayson Waller's character at all, he also feels like a bigger deal. Yeah. No, this look, Grayson Waller is having the best week he's had on the main roster right now. He did a fantastic job at that press conference. It's actually crazy he's not wrestling tomorrow. I do wonder if that turns into a match. Oh, he is wrestling tomorrow. He will wrestle Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Does he go but, over Cody Rhodes in Australia? No. 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 He's going to get crushed. Well, relax. He's not that big. <laughs> hey, they give Indy uh, something on the pre-show. Like, uh... Glenn, are you surprised there's not more of the Aussies being used? In Australia, like yeah, Bronson wears, Reed, and yeah, where's Bronson Reed? That's the one I want, you know. Um, but yeah, Bronson's not there. Um, I mean, Indy is now there as part of the pre-show. Uh, are you kind of surprised that they didn't use more of that? I'll see it up more. Are they gonna get Paul Hogan to come out tomorrow? Because that would be dope. Sorry, I'm old. Be, Jack doesn't know who Paul Hogan is. It'd be great if they said, like, you guys, it's the star Hogan, and then. It's Paul, Paul Hogan, Crocodile Dundee himself coming out to host. That would be incredible tomorrow. He should absolutely do the voiceover. Yeah, he should do the voiceover <laughs> intro. Um, it got good fellas saying iconics have to pop well, out, right? Emma was stoked when they announced this, and she got released later the same day that this was announced. So um, so yeah, I'm kind of surprised they don't have more uh of the Aussie influence on there, but uh, we did have, uh, you know, we talked earlier about NXT being on, and we kind of got an NXT match. Braun Breaker versus Dante Chin. Dominant win by Braun Breaker. Glenn, is this the right way to debut a Braun Breaker? Some people are like, hey, this you need to have him debut in the main event in a big way. Uh, some people say you got him squashing people. Some people got like, I can imagine someone saying no one knows who Dante Chen is. You got to have him beat someone who, who matters sure. uh, with all no do, disrespect to Dante Chen, but we just talked about how people don't know who NXT people are on the main roster. Was this, this the right way to have him have his first match? This felt like the quietest possible debut match they could have for Braun Breaker short of putting him on main event. Really hot take spicy, hot take. Because they made this you, huge deal. What brand's he going to sign with? They brought him out. They had that weird thing with Adam Pierce last week to bring him out in front of the crowd. Like, this should have been... This should have felt bigger. It wasn't a bad match. And the commentary put him over. It's just that, like, this is a pre-tape show. Numbers are going to be down. He was just sort of tossed on the card tonight. I thought they could have done a little more. Issa... I I do think there's enough single stars to have him at least debut against somebody in the SmackDown roster. Yeah, that, that can take. Not like Dante Chan. Just to be clear. Sure. Yeah, um, Issa. And, so yeah, Braun Breaker came out uh, looking handsome as ever, fresh hair. No, yeah, relax, clean, relax, relax, relax. Clean, clean beard. For Roman. <laughs> but speaking of Roman, this is my question. Very bold move to win with a spear on roman reigns tv show by braun breaker everybody in the roman reigns tv show want to be like roman even monday night you have jay uso there's so many b plus peers going around braun breaker bobby lashley jay uso threshold over on dynamite but they're not the spear that keeps a championship for 1200 something days and counting okay we all know who has the best spear in the business Goldberg. it's roman reigns um, Issa, it might not now, be. Never mind. I, never mind. Issa, 
Uh, Alicia has a point here, and we've talked about this on Wednesdays quite a bit. Uh, she says they should have done a video package to show who Braun mm. is to those who don't know. Is that a fair criticism? You know what bothers me? That he just completely got rid of his NXT Tag Team Championship. We saw him with it one time backstage since he's been on SmackDown, and now nothing. Not only do we not get a video package, you're not even aware that he's a current champion somewhere. Well, they mentioned yeah. Briefly. Apparently. Uh, I mean, no, but to your to Issa's point, yeah, he should be wearing it. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd think because it would also sell the, like, tune into NXT. He's a champion over yeah, there. Yeah, like it makes him look great. You want to see more? Um, it does kind of feel like when you kind of hang out with new friends and you're sort of embarrassed about something that you're like, <laughs> that, that, that you do with your other friends. And so you hide it and you don't want anyone to see. Like, he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm a tag team champion over there, but whatever. I'm just going to hide that. Don't let's not talk about it. You know, that. might be smart. Might be smart. We all know Baron Corbin <laughs> and Roman Reigns have some history. He doesn't want to be asked who's your tag team partner. You know, <laughs> let's leave Baron Corbin out of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's your partner? Baron Corbin. You know the guy that beat you? The last Baron, guy to beat you? Baron, Baron Corbin. The guy who was broke for like a year? The guy that <laughs> threw dog food every, all over Roman Reigns? Yeah, that one. The constable? That guy? The constable. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, LWO, um, Electra Lopez says that they're making bad choices and then they get beat up. And Santos says uh, he blames them for Who did they him. get beat up by, Jack? By uh, Angel and Umberto, the better LWO. The uh, no, Legado Los Lobos Locos, Jack. They lost the scars. They've been cured. No, oh. no, no. They're, oh, God. You, do, you know they're werewolves. They're totally werewolves. In yeah, fact, isn't it a full moon tonight? Yeah. They, well, well, this was Remember, the, the werewolf thing, I don't know what time zone they will transform. Okay, okay. But we got to be Also, this like, is pre-recorded, so it wasn't... <laughs> Okay, well, They're, technically, I think it's Saturday night. Oh, there's Saturday night Australia. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rhea tweeted a little bit ago. No, she said today's the day. So I think when Rhea sent out that tweet, it's still daytime. So we don't have to worry. They might go like, oh. we might see this transformation live, Glenn. No, because get this Illumination Chamber starts at 8 p.m. Australia Wait, time. Are they, are they even there? Well, maybe they're in hiding. Maybe they're, I mean, they're in straight You can't bring a werewolf onto a plane. Because uh, Australia time, 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Austra 10 p.m. Saturday, Australia time, the full moon yeah. comes out. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I'm just saying. They're werewolves, Jack. I just want to make werewolf. sure that we don't want to go through what we go through with global with you. So as long as you understand what we're saying to you. I think they cured themselves. I think no, they, they didn't. There's no curing werewolves. Yeah, a silver how do you bullet. Cure, please, please terminal. Tell me, how do you cure yourself from werewolf? Someone in the chat, look up how to cure werewolfism. And there isn't a know. way to cure it. Jack. Oh, driver, they're on a boat so they don't escape. <laughs> they're on a boat. Oh, maybe they brought them for the pirates. Like, I imagine, I imagine the they're pirates. in a wooden crate, and then as the moon comes out, you see oh. like the, the crate shaking, and then like <laughs> no, they can have them fight the pirates that stole the materials. The werewolves, oh. werewolves, who will win? Werewolves or pirates? I would like to pirates see were, I wouldn't watch that movie. Werewolves versus pirates. Yeah, werewolf pirates. Yeah. Danny uh, Cocker says they could travel on a plane if they're emotional support werewolves. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah, but you gotta get paperwork for that. They are Santos's emotional yeah. support werewolves. 
I would love what, to have an emotional support werewolf. Where do I get one? That's the title of this episode: emotional support werewolves. I Could love you imagine, that. Like it's like during the day, and Santos is like, "I'm just really bummed out," and like human angels, like it's okay, buddy. Like it doesn't work when you're human. <laughs> <laughs> it like shakes him off. Get off, get off me. It only works when like, you're a dog. <laughs> remember the horrible job they did uh, with the emotional support werewolves in Twilight where they would talk with their brains but they would just put the CGI dog on there and you would hear the voices like I would love to see a segment like that I actually never saw saw Twilight wow yeah I didn't either no I wonder why you don't know anything now I see why you don't know anything about werewolfness <laughs> um, <laughs> the the uh, the definitive <laughs> the definitive uh, guide to werewolves, Twilight. Um, I'm a de- I'm a denier. Los Lobos Locos forever. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a siempre, I'm not a denier. I'm just saying. I think you can cure it. I think you can fix it there with positive thinking. No. Um, Dakota Kai is setting up an attack on Bailey. Issa. Oh, absolutely. Lying. Yeah, it's awesome. This I is feel so like Bailey should know better than this. Bailey yeah. should know better than this. What is she? I'm hoping Bailey's just playing the game too because I don't want my Royal Rumble winner, Bailey, to be looking stupid. Yeah. This is just like you know, what Cass did to Enzo. You know, uh, Glenn, I got to ask you if you were injured, let's say this is real. Let's say she got hurt. She got attacked. Her, her ankle, her knee, or whatever, it's, it's hurting. It's so bad that as the doctor's trying to help her, he's like, ah, that hurts. That hurts. And I walk in, I'm like, hey, doctor. Can you get out of here for a second? I got to talk to him. Are you going to be like, yeah, no problem? Or are you going to be like, Jack, leave me alone for a second. I'm trying to get my leg fixed. Yeah. I, I feel like Bailey was kind of a jerk there. Like, I'd be like, oh, shoot, you're hurt. I'll, I'll come back once you're better. Not like, hey, doc, doctor, her leg's broken, but hold on a minute. Got to have a conversation with her. Um, No, I think it, it seems very obvious that I mean, it's kind of weird that Dakota's return is going to be to wrestle and lose to Bailey in the build-up to Mania. Well, pile driver finisher, I think, just answered all of our questions. Well, Apparently, isn't the grandpa already dead, so they can't they can't kill them. The grandpa, they got werewolf from the grandpa, and the grandpa's already gone. So they were bit no in a dream. It. Yeah. What if the werewolf grandpa is a zombie, and so you need to? Damage the brain of the werewolf zombie grandpa. Oh my no, god, I werewolf like zombie grandpa that. is the name of my band's next album. Definitely, I'm kind of here <laughs> um, for it. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm just here's what I'm looking forward to more than anything at WrestleMania. It's not Cody finishing the story. It's not Roman beating Cody. Even uh, it's not Sylvester Stallone's involvement in Philadelphia. It's WrestleMania media days when Issa gets to interview Los Lobos Locos. And get to the bottom of this. And if they deny it and pretend they don't know who you're talking about, that's more evidence they're werewolves. Deny, yeah, they're just uh, they don't want it out there, but we know. We know. We know. Could be the high point of meeting them after the the where. See if you can get an interview with. I want an interview with the werewolf version. I don't want the human version. I feel like oh, that's, that's very Teen Wolf of you. What? No, like, I'm you know, I am great with. I am great. I I told you I have full conversations with my dog, oh. so I could probably do it. Oh my God, Glenn! If they came out to a match in Teen Wolf costume, they would be my favorite wrestlers of all time for the rest of time. Oh like God. the same kind of of exact like like. So like Daniel Bryan with the beard, basically. 
I mean, I'm talking about the whole body. I want the whole body covered. I mean, Daniel, I if Daniel Bryan was a hairier man, he was definitely rocking the Teen Wolf face. I want them in basketball trunks and a, and a, uh, a tank top. Um, McDonough and Dom got beat by Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Who are so losing tomorrow. <laughs> like, Yeah, they are, but this was a banger. Great match. I love this match. Fantastic match. It was so much fun. Yeah, it Shouldn't was it a... be considered like attempted murder when J.D. McDonough headbutts someone? <laughs> His what? head is a lethal weapon. He has to register. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has to count as his check-on luggage when he flies. No! <laughs> I have a big head, so I feel like I can make fun of J.D. McDonough's head. Put your luggage in the overhead compartment. There's no room over my head. Come on. No. Uh, oh my god! This was so this Glenn. I think fly spirit because you know spirit charges you like sixty yeah. bucks for a carrier. He had to pay for his head. <laughs> Enough. The plane's kind of crooked the whole time it's flying because the head's. <laughs> and what's the name of the no. the bait and done team? Um, I think Bush. it's just I, I no think... catch quality quarter. <laughs> Uh, that's why that's like a, that's a different team no, no but it's like quality similar to it it's like a quarter pounder cheeseburger like i don't know the name of this thing. oh are they are they pretty strong they have a name they have a name no no um, no they, they got a new name and he's so yeah confused. you you wish it was Nobody British in the chat. Style. please guys you catch republic is what it is new okay that's what i said no it is yeah. not new catch republic it is it is, so it is. that so sounds bad. like where Preteens shop for t-shirts that are trendy. Mm -hmm. um, it replaced Hot Topic, the new catch uh, Republic. Glenn, I was going to ask you this question earlier because uh, we're talking about splitting the tag team titles. Who challenges for? I don't care who the champions are going in. Who is challenging for the tag team titles at WrestleMania? Um, Miz and our truth. No, our truth is in Austria. No, at WrestleMania. I know he's gonna show up at the front city too. Uh, really it's gonna be the the justified judgment testament. I'm kidding. Oh, the final that. test that'd be no. Um, I That's don't my, know. I think it's gonna be AOP personally, but yeah, I mean, I guess because we say that. We say we need to split the split the titles up, but I don't really know. There who... is no tag teams right now that feel like they're on the. It would be yeah. a huge WrestleMania moment if Judgment Day welcomes our truth and they all beat up the Miz and it ends with our truth and Judgment Day. I, I think I'm I don't want to see this carry on. Or our truth beats up Judgment Day and I, becomes tag team champion. It's a great mania moment. I think they mean Priest is cashing in at WrestleMania. On who? On Seth Rollins. Okay. Yeah. I, I that he's gonna get me. a taste of his own medicine, but I just I feel like uh, I don't know if I really want to watch our truth and the Miz battle. No, that's not gonna be the match. That's not gonna be the match. I don't know. It, I think like the only thing that they really have put a little bit of effort into is the Judgment Testament final thing, which is weird because it's <laughs> actually hurting all of them. The it makes carrying cross final look Judgment worse. Truth Testament day. It makes AOP look worse. Like. I mean, I guess we should talk about this match, but is this this isn't getting over? This is just weird. 
Yeah, if, if for the people yeah. that didn't watch, yeah, JD and Dominic against uh, the New Cash Republic, a banger of a match, but it was just to put over at the end. Damian Priest and Finn Balor came out and they stare at each other. So this the is New Cash Republic yeah. looks so dominant because yeah. they're losing they, tomorrow. No, they did. Like the, my favorite thing is that when Finn and Priest got to the ring, they like got out and kept beating up JD and Dominic. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that. That makes you look really strong right now, you know. But that 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 was that match. But there was yeah. a match between the Street Profits and the Judgment Final Day. And what is their name? I'm sorry. No, the final, final testament. Te the final okay, testament. The, the final testament. Isa, in the Bible, there was the Old Testament, then there was the New Testament. This is the final testament. If it's like how I save my files, there will be a final, final testament, and then a final, final testament, parentheses one. And then final, <laughs> final testament draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, but, okay, so, and, and I thought, because... Angelo Dawkins looked amazing here. Like, usually yeah. you see Montez get all of these highlight crazy spots, but I could not take my eyes off of Angelo Dawkins. And, and also because he had a rip, he ripped his gear. I don't know if you guys caught mm -hmm. that, but that's tragic. I'm sure Bianca will fix it. However, Angelo Dawkins was showing off, and I was like, oh my God, the Street Profits are going to win here. But they didn't. They didn't. And of course, it turned into a little bit of a cluster. We saw Brie fighting. Um, I forgot her name. Scarlet outside, Karrion Cross and that man bun was fighting Bobby Lashley on the outside. But ultimately, the final testament and my dog and his dog toy. Sorry, <laughs> the final got some opinions about final testament. Yeah, they got the win, and I'm just like, uh oh, they're really gonna do this, aren't they? Yeah, I um, Glenn, I I feel like I actually think that um that bait and Dunn are going to win the tag team titles. And I think it's going to be them versus AOP at the, uh, at WrestleMania. That's my, that's my prediction. But this whole thing to me, AOP or the, the final Testament versus the Lashley and the street profits. It's just, I've never really under, I've never really got it. Like I, I, I get the picture. I get like, if you're drawing up a team and, and you're like, Hey, this is our, uh, uh idea what this team's going to look like carrying cross these two big guys as his his henchmen you've got scarlet you, you got this great look but like you're all coming together because you don't like these three guys like it, it just i don't fan. really i don't really get it i don't really yeah. get what what their goal is or what their purpose is i always say with the bloodline you get it it's 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 about their family being dominant in pro wrestling I get mm. that. If you're looking at uh, Judgment Day, they want to run raw. They're kind of like they're kind of like a gang, you know. I guess is what how they act. But if, if the final, I don't understand what the, how the final testament plays into them being like, we just hate you, Bobby Lashley. Well, for, for some reason, even though you don't have a championship and you're not really, we figured it out last week, Jack. Where because if you're mixing the paramilitary with the occult, you get Cobra from GI Joe, and that's what final testament oh. is. Oh, I'm on board for that. Yeah. It's the same thing. They start thing. adding s to all their S's. They like, should totally do that. Um, see, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, crazy that Street Profits got their old theme back tonight, which was fantastic to hear. Love that song. Um, yeah. Bobby Lashley, the Profits, and BFAB need an old guy to balance against Paul Ellering. And then I think, then I think we'll really be. I got it. Oh. This will be Werewolf Grandpa. 
Boom. I'll be Werewolf Grandpa. There you go. Werewolf Grandpa. And that's, werewolf his, grandpa. That and that's his cool. name. Yes. <laughs> Probably last night, we got back up, and it's Werewolf <laughs> Grandpa. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, and Lobo Locos automatically turn into werewolves. Yeah. And yeah. then Lobo Locos backstage turn into werewolves. Nobody knows what's going on. Um, <laughs> but no, I think um it's interestingly like, uh, Final Testament, that's I, I feel like this is Triple H's like creation, which is why they're pushing this so much. Carry like carrying cross and XT was great on the main roster. It hasn't really clicked yet. I don't know. This is working the man it bun. Click for you since he let his hair grow. Be keep it's it really though. what it is. It's really what it is. Um I, but, I just, I, yeah. I agree with you. I I like him. I like yeah, and I like, like Scarlett. I I, I I like the visual. Like if this was concept art, you know, if if you're like, hey, concept art for a new group, I'm like, oh, this looks like it. I just I don't get. So like, let's I I always say let let's say they beat up Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Okay, now what? Are you just like okay, we did it, team. High fives. Anyways, see you later. Want to get chilies after this? I don't know. Like, what are they I doing? didn't even have like. Thinking about the match, I don't even think they were showcased. I thought the story process looked better. Ooh. It's like even if you're just gonna have them do this, then at least have them look really good to where we come back here and go, okay, but well, they look so good tonight. But I just thought the story process had a better showing here. You know what the final testament reminds me of? I've been trying to put my finger on it. I was like, oh, is it the vampire family in near dark? No. Final testament is like the weird ragtag group of like the old dude and the other people in Dr. Sleep that are kind of like vampires that like steal the energy from people with the shining. Like <laughs> if you've seen Dr. What? Sleep, you know exactly what I'm talking I about. I, don't, I, didn't, I haven't seen Dr. Sleep. It's the sequel to the shining. <laughs> okay. There was a movie called the shining that was really famous. Like 50 yeah, years I've seen ago. It. They made a sequel like four years ago starring Ewan McGregor, who was a little kid. I haven't, seen that. I haven't seen that one. Okay. So that in one. that there's this ragtag group of like a really super old dude. And like they're immortal. Like basically when you become, when you start, they're not really vampires, but when you start doing it, you like live forever, but you need like the energy of like talented people. If you watch this movie, you'll see and be like, oh, the final Testament, then you'll get it. Then you'll understand. Okay. I'm going to watch it just before, before next Friday, I will make the time to watch it. But yes. Kind of like the say, bad like, guys from the crow, the original crow. Kind of. Kind of dark. Yeah. Kind of all of that. Like that mixed with the family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which also had a really old dude. This feels like a lot of things mixed together. That's yeah, what wrestling they don't is. Make any sense? <laughs> yeah, because Sting want, and I, Sting and Razor Ramon were completely original creations. I just want them to have. Like, I want to know what their like goal is. Besides, we're a team that is targeting somebody for some They're reason. They're here to put the WWE on notice. That's the yeah. goal of every faction and every wrestler in WWE. What are you here to I do? Just, Send a message. What's that message? You're on notice. I just. I don't know. Uh, we got Drew McIntyre versus LA Knight. Um, yeah. Paul, Lo Logan Paul and Kevin Owens are on commentary. That was great. It, it all breaks down. Uh, Drew McIntyre, though, with line of the night when he went to Bobby Lashley backstage and is like, I prayed for this. That's oh, my God. Line. He has got to stop. <laughs> he pops so me every time. <laughs> that would be amazing if his character now is he just walks around carrying a Bible. No, we don't want to. We don't want to go into Final Testament territory. <laughs> well, no, yeah. but the, with the praying thing, that would be amazing. His 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 um, I prayed for this is starting to not quite there yet, but starting to move into Christian talking about dead parents territory, where you 
you like he comes into a room and you're kind of waiting for it. Like, how is he going to get this whole, this bad situation to tune right into now. a? I pray for this. Healing it right now, and he got rid yeah. of the sword. Now, if we could just get rid of this stupid freaking countdown. He should not be counting down for the Claymore anymore. It's not kill. You're alerting your opponent. Anyways, but the whole point is he pops me. And I love that you compare it to that because it's dark, but you pop every time he says it. And that reminds yeah. me of Christian. He's like, why am I like sitting here smiling at the, the, that thing? Like, I shouldn't be doing this, you know? Uh, but Drew McIntyre is on a different level. And I've been speaking about it a, a lot. And I know a lot of people have, like, it's thought-provoking because I said that he's had a lot more character development than oh, Cody yeah. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is the same guy he was when he showed up back to fight Seth Rollins of the surprise opponent. He's the same thing. Nothing has changed about him. And, mm. you know, one of my arguments is like, hey, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. He's doing the exact same thing he did last year. He's not beating Roman Reigns. Like, we haven't seen him change. Anyways, I love how I always turn it into that. Drew McIntyre, there is actual real character development, and we saw it all unfold, and it has been a lot of fun to watch. And he was getting super stale. You didn't know where to go with Drew, and he managed to find a way to just turn it around. One of my favorite TikTok follows, too, by the way. His little TikTok rants on point. Great. Yeah, he's definitely a – I agree with you. He should, he should get rid of the countdown. He's been one of the best characters over the past few months in pro wrestling. Because uh, when he talks, you definitely want to hear what he has to say because you're wondering how he's going to approach it, and he's been knocking it out of the park. Uh, I hope he wins because I th I feel like him versus Seth I, is most He's my favorite for winning the Elimination Chamber, but the name in this match, like the names are insane. There's so many people that could win this match, yeah. and you'll be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, – Glenn, I think that's just a testament, a final testament to how good uh, – <laughs> to how good <laughs> WWE's um, – top of the card is right now that i think any one of these six guys could win and i'd be like oh that's interesting uh, yeah literally any of them drew mcintyre should win um i think it makes sense i'd like to see la knight versus logan paul for the united states championship but um i think if they're concerned about putting butts in seats it'll be randy orton i don't think they're that concerned about that though I think they've all. I think felt that way with the way they have Orton kind of just come out of the and hit the RKO and walk out after everybody had this big crazy brawl. Mm -hmm. um, but I, 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 I think that Randy doesn't need the Elimination Chamber to be inserted into a money match at WrestleMania. He's Randy Orton. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can be good. Put Randy Orton against anybody, and you're like, okay, like I feel like they don't even need a story with him. He's one of those few guys that you could just be like, Randy Orton's gonna face well, Lashley. However, like, oh, do I okay. want to see Drew and Seth again? We've seen it a million uh, times, but true. again, this is a whole different version of Drew McIntyre. But we have seen Drew versus Seth a lot, so I'm trying to think of like Randy hasn't really been around for a while. You know, Bobby Lashley. Ten years, ten years since Randy versus Seth the last time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that was it's so uh, good. That RKO, come on! That no, the into the RKO. I think I think about that every day, at least once. One of the one of the best RKOs of all time ever. Do you know and that Randy didn't want to do it? Have you ever heard Seth tell the story about it? Randy was like he was a little bit hesitant. Yeah, because he was launching off, off of him. Off. It was Cesaro yeah. who choreographed it. Yeah, but like Randy yeah. had just came back from that injury too. Yeah, if you watch it, it's interesting. Watch where Seth jumps <laughs> off yeah. of Randy to get that air. It's so, so cool. That so, and I think I think the only one that really could top it is the uh, Evan Bourne shooting star press into one, which is pretty cool too. 
There was another really cool. No, never mind. I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking of when Roman reverse was at a pedigree to a spear. Oh, that was so beautiful too. There's a, every once in a while they just do these things that you're just like, oh. so good. You know. So <laughs> Bobby Lashley, despite getting beat down by the final testament earlier, was out there throwing punches in the main event. His so arm was okay. Yeah, his arm's okay. He'll probably that's gonna be the story. Game. That's how he gets eliminated, though. Is someone's gonna take yeah. advantage of the arm? That's usually you got eliminated by a pin. I'm kidding, Jack. He's a <laughs> but he's a he's a who, get, who gets eliminated first? LA Knight. I no. think Bobby Lashley because of the arm. Yeah, I think that's probably. gonna be the something's gonna happen with the arm and final testament. They're gonna cost him or do something. Um, I think LA Knight might be second. I don't know. I could see KO and Logan Paul. I think it's going to come down to Orton, Knight, and McIntyre. Uh, Drew. Yeah. I think those are going to be the final three. Um, That's a good final three. I'm excited yeah. for this match. Big meaty men slapping me, and then there's LA Knight. Yeah. LA Knight is. <laughs> LA Knight's great too. I, LA Knight versus Seth Rollins would be pretty fun I to think, see. I on think the his mic. hair, I think that LA Knight's hair looks like a midlife crisis and it bothers me. <laughs> you do the best with what you have, Isa. That's, that, that's, that's, I mean, that's just how it goes. a good way to live life. Uh, Steve Marcuccioli, Steve Marcuccioli, 499, saying, I could see it now. Cody running up the stairs, much like Rocky. Cody wins like Rocky did in Rocky 2. I mean, <laughs> the Rocky series is one of Cody's favorites. He's definitely running up those stairs. And Stallone being isn't involved everybody, in some way. Isn't everybody else traveling to Philly going to go to the stairs? And don't waste your time. Go to Gino's. Go to Pat. Figure out which cheese steak sandwich you like the best. That's you the know, real thing to do in Philadelphia. Yeah. Go everywhere. The go everywhere overrated. from uh, the Boys to Men Motown Philly video. That's what oh, you should be doing in, Mo in uh, Philly. Pat, Gino's. I got to start taking Luke's notes. I'm going to be there. I'm going. Jack, I got you. I got you. Where Are you going to be there? Are we going to say oh, hello? Are we gonna I'm going to be there. Yes, I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm doing some shows there. Uh, if I'm just gonna cheat plug, I'm doing some commentary for some of those GCW well, collective shows. You can come on my on my cheesesteak vlog and try the cheesesteaks with me and figure out which one you like more. Oh yeah, I got. Well, I, yeah, I gotta try some uh, try some some Philly delicacies. I'm hoping to see a bunch of people there. If anyone mm -hmm. who's there is going, by the way, let me know. I'd love to meet up with a bunch of folks. With, um, with yeah, Wiz is the way to do it. Not good oh. steak, like cheap steak. Let's uh let's wrap this up. Should we? <laughs> so, yeah, I gotta um, I gotta go to sleep soon. I gotta take a little nap. Uh, you stay up. No, because I got a podcast after I'm covering it for on another channel. Um, so but, stay uh, up. Um, it I just do it all be, days, Glenn. Better not be that other show that you do with those yeah, yeah. those guys that jump ship from wrestling. <laughs> Um, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> I watched joking. last night. I'm just teasing. No, no, my I wife, love you guys. My wife's out of teasing. town. I stayed up last night. I watched the movie Sausage Party for the first time, and I could not sleep after that. I'm there sorry. That, that whole sentence, my wife is out of town, so I watched Sausage Party. Please, Glenn, pricing. So, <laughs> Sausage Party, sleep. for people that don't Are know. Are you surprised, Issa? It's, it's a 3D animated movie. It looks like a Pixar movie. But it's written by so Seth Rogen. Out it was a cartoon. No, and, yes. <laughs> but it's written by Seth Rogen. And food realizes that they're able to be eaten. And it's also very sexual, but also very, like, existential. And, like, it just really, it was a big WTF. And I couldn't he fall asleep like, What is this? This isn't what I paid yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. It was very funny, though. But it was super <laughs> weird. I highly recommend it.
because it's super weird. Okay, well, that was Glenn, the best thing ever. Let me know uh, any final thoughts for this week, and uh, where can we find you online, and where can they find your post uh, elimination chamber review? Because I don't think we're doing one for. No, I know, for, I know. Um, so I'm at. So you might as well put on your other one. Yeah, uh, gigantic pop. We're doing it uh, eight p.m. eight a.m. Pacific, eleven a.m. Eastern. Um, so check that out. But yeah, uh, everybody try and rest a little bit before to, before you watch this tonight because I think up. it's gonna be long. Pre show is at one one a.m. Stay up, stay up all night. It's gonna be big. This could be a Party big hard. show. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Lisa, what where can the world find all the stuff you're working on? Final thoughts, all that good stuff. Yeah, it was an it was a tape show, as you can clearly see by this review. Um, yeah, you guys can find me NYC Demon Diva. Look me up on YouTube, NYC Demon Diva. I'm gonna be live over there in a couple of hours. We're gonna be watching Elimination Chamber. Um, you can also find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and also Lucha Libre Online. Lots of good stuff from both of these two. As much as I like to to poke fun at uh, Gigantic Pop, I great stuff over there. You guys uh, check them out. Of course, if you've been a long time fan of Wrestling Inc. You'll see a lot of familiar faces over there. And of course, Issa, you're doing so much cool stuff. I see you doing all these amazing interviews. Get a little jealous. You're jet setting across the world. So that's very cool. Check out all of her stuff as well. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. On Sunday, I'm going to be calling the action at Prestige Wrestling. And we've got some really incredible matchups. We got Mustafa Ali, who I heard actually just won the X Division title while we were on air he's going to be there uh the breakout star of the royal rumble jordan grace is going to be there tiger mask is going to be there uh alex shelley chris sabian all, all sorts of folks are going to be there it's gonna be a really great show it's on iwtv check that out uh if you'd like to hear my, me talk over pro wrestling along with my good pal jordan castle that does it for us make sure to follow at wrestling inc uh for all your news and our next show is going to be after raw so Check that out. We'll see you then. I'm hitting the end stream button now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.